You're listening to Once, Once Upon a Time podcast, episode 45. Welcome back to Once Podcast, the podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. And I'm Jenny. And we're missing two people today. We're missing Dan Flynn and Jeremy Laughlin, our other two great hosts that are normally joining us for these episodes of Once Podcast. We do this live each, or rather every other Wednesday over at oncepodcast.com slash live. We're recording this on July 25th, and our next episode will be on August 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time over at onespodcast.com slash live. Yeah, check out the schedule over there. We will be changing back to our regular schedule later when the TV show comes back. And we can't wait for the TV show to come back. Nope, can't wait. Check us out on the web. (laughs) (laughs) I'm generally more enthusiastic, but at this point, I'm just like, come on, just start the show, please. Check us out on the web over at oncepodcast.com. Something fun that we've been doing to fill this time is we announced this last episode, and we've done this twice now, is our synchronized rewatch, where we are all sitting down together and watching Once Upon a Time at our separate (laughs) locations, and then in the chat room, just as if it was airing on TV, we're all watching it at about the same time chatting about the same things and we take short commercial breaks and such and we would love for you to be a part of this it's a lot of fun and it's really cool to go back and re-watch the episodes of once upon a time like all of the episodes except the pilot that we're watching i haven't seen since those episodes aired me neither we're up to like episode five aren't we yeah we'll be doing episode five on this sunday that would be a july whatever that is uh, episode five on July 28th on uh, Sunday, July, or I'm sorry, 29th is the Sunday. And you can find out more details about that over at oncepodcast.com slash rewatch. And we'd love for you to be a part of it. There are several ways that you can join it. You can, if you have the episodes DVR'd, then you play it and we let you know when to take a commercial break and when we're pausing and we help get it all synchronized. And actually, it's it's going a lot smoother than I thought it would. <laughs> like, I was surprised by the second episode. I was like, this is actually going really well. Because Daniel does this countdown in the chat room. He's like, okay, here we go. Ten, <laughs> nine, eight. And he goes all the way down to one. And it's like, go! And everybody hits play and we're all good. Yeah, so we're all synchronized within a couple seconds of each other, seeing about the same thing. And it's just like when the TV show airs on TV and we're in the live chat room. So we're chatting about things. It's really cool because we're rewatching it from the perspective of having already seen the season. Yeah. So now we're catching more things. Yeah, we are. And it's really a lot of fun to relive that together. And so we, we've already finished the first four episodes, and we're starting with episodes five and six on this Sunday, July 29th. And we're doing two episodes every Sunday evening, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus four over at noodle.mx slash chat, C-H-A-T. Now, that's just the chat room because we're not streaming any live video. 
you need to be responsible for having a copy of the Once Upon a Time episodes for yourself. So that's either DVR, maybe you've purchased it from iTunes, or maybe you have an Amazon Prime we membership. We have an affiliate link for you. And actually, uh, we yeah, we've got affiliate links for each of those. You can go to oncepodcast.com slash rewatch to get those. But the one I really recommend, and this is the way we're actually doing it instead of our DVR'd episodes, is <laughs> free. we recommend <laughs> joining Hulu Plus for a free two-month trial. We love free stuff. And it is not our affiliate link. It's better than I can do with our affiliate link. Uh, our affiliate link is only a two-week trial. This is a two-month trial. Yep. And you can get that link over at oncepodcast.com slash rewatch. So In we- addition... I've been watching all kinds of stuff on Hulu Plus. <laughs> it's nice. I'll be enjoying the next two months. Just saying. Oh, and we're watching Heroes. Isn't that exciting? So check that out. And we'd love for you to be a part of it this Sunday and every Sunday until or through September 23rd. Now, if Once Upon a Time comes back on TV on the 23rd or sooner, we will adjust the schedule accordingly. But we'd love for you to be a part of it. And it's really fun to do this synchronized rewatch. So go to oncepodcast.com slash rewatch. Now, a couple things I wanted to bring out uh, from doing this rewatch. Since we're seeing everything, knowing the whole story, and we're seeing it all again. One of the first things that stood out to me, and I've talked about this a little bit before, was in the pilot episode, there's that brief text description about Once Upon a Time. And it starts off saying all of the characters of the Enchanted Forest were cursed. Not what we've been calling it, Fairy Tale Land. So we should have been saying Enchanted Forest instead of Fairy Tale Land. Right, because I think that's going to be very important as we discover, well, we already know there are multiple worlds Mm -hmm. because of Jefferson's hat made that obvious to us in that whole episode. Jefferson said there are many worlds. And even in those first few episodes, uh, someone had referred to going to a different realm. And perhaps that's even where the genie's lamp came from is a different realm. And that's why we haven't really seen Agrabah. Uh, yeah. He came from Agrabah, which is maybe just like a, a different world, <laughs> not just a different land. But so when the description said, or this intro text said all of the characters of the enchanted forest were cursed. That made me wonder, were any of the other realms cursed? And maybe they weren't. So maybe Wonderland was not cursed. (gasps) Maybe all of these other worlds that Jefferson's hat can get to were not cursed. Only the characters of the enchanted forest. Well, the blue fairy did touch on that. She did say, is it worth sacrificing an entire world? Oh, yeah. Do you remember when she was talking to Rumpelstiltskin about his bay? Yeah. Hmm. So, I think it was just the one world. <laughs> yeah, that that's... And then that also explains where future characters could come from. Now, we're going to have a spoiler segment, and we might spend more time on the spoiler segment after we end the podcast, but we want to save that. So if you don't want to be spoiled, you don't have to be spoiled. We're not going to force it on you. And again, just to refresh your mind, uh, what we define as a spoiler is anything about a future episode, anything known about a future episode. It doesn't matter where you got it from. 
anything about a future episode, even episode titles, we consider spoilers. Uh, but we have to post those in the forums in order to make for easy organization. So just don't look at those titles if you don't want to be spoiled by a title. But uh, so anything known about future episodes, casting information, what characters are going to be covered, what answers will be uh, answered, what Mom's questions will be answered. Yeah, Mom's those are all spoilers to us. So if you want more information about that, you can look in their forums over at oncepodcast.com slash forums or oncepodcast.com slash spoilers is where we go into more description about that. So I'm going to start calling, instead of calling it fairy tale land. Enchanted Forest. Yeah, Enchanted Forest. It makes so much more sense. Because we're going to, I think we're going to run into this in season two, where fairy tale land is pretty much every world other than our world. You know, now that I think about the episodes, I'm actually looking back on them and thinking, wow, all of this was in a forest. Mm-hmm. Like all the all the places there in forests, which also forest. makes sense that in the finale episode, "A Land Without Magic," Rumpelstiltskin called it the infinite forest, and it could only be infinite if it really truly had no end. So maybe it was the infinite forest because it, that's what the enchanted forest is. It's just a giant forest, and all of these characters are in it. I think, I think that was actually a, a curse from uh, Regina. I don't think that actually explains the Enchanted Forest. I think that she, like, cursed him and sent him to an infinite forest. Maybe it's maybe it's like a room with mirrors, only you can walk through the mirrors infinitely or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that could have been. So, to me, that's now the, all of that. Every fairy tale thing we've seen so far i'm now considering that it is enchanted forest except for wonderland i think that's somewhere completely different yeah that is i would say that because they had to travel there for, mm-hmm. with the hat and that was that was one of the things that rumpelstiltskin actually suggested when he was he was looking for a way to follow bay what was it he called it world jumping uh, realm or? jumper realm jumper yeah and yeah, so I think those other worlds were not cursed. And we will probably see that. You in, and I agree with that on that. <laughs> in an upcoming. I don't, I don't think that Wonderland was cursed or other stuff. Which also opens up new ideas, uh, new things that I think we're going to get to when we see the dialogue between Jefferson and Regina when she had said, when I brought you here, you could have killed me when I brought you here. So it would explain, because remember, he was stuck in Wonderland. That was the last thing we saw of him in yeah. fairy tale land. So but, do you think she handpicked certain people from different realms and brought them? Well, so far, we've only seen that she's handpicked Jefferson. Well, Maybe yeah, there have been some others. Who's to say she, would, she couldn't have handpicked somebody else? Right. Like, maybe the Queen of Hearts is in Storybrooke, and we haven't known Maybe. it this whole time. <laughs> Whoever Queen of Hearts is. I don't know if we'll find out, but it would be cool to see that. Yeah, it would. Huh. I'm stumped. (laughs) I'm thinking about that. I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor for this episode of One's Podcast. Sandra has donated to help keep the podcast alive and the website going, and we really appreciate that. And Sandra has actually sponsored the next several episodes of One's Podcast 
And you've probably heard her name before because she's sponsored many more episodes, and we're really grateful for that. So thank you so much, Sandra, for sponsoring this episode of One's Podcast. And if any of you would love to sponsor an episode, we would love it too. Thank you, Sandra. Just go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. That makes me think of Sandra D. <laughs> well, that was from Greece, wasn't it? Sandra D. What was it Sandra I, I didn't D? I see Greece. Sandra D. Now, we got some great feedback from our listeners and also a great forum post, uh, several great forum posts over at onespodcast.com slash forums. And here's a question that I'd like to us to ponder and listeners, we would love your feedback or especially go to the show notes at onespodcast.com slash 45 and you'll get the link to this forum post that L started or is it Ellie? L started. And you can share your opinion here. The question is, who should be Emma's love interest next season? Uh, I need to go to the forums. That sounds interesting. <laughs> the, the selections are August Booth slash Pinocchio, <laughs> Regina slash Evil Queen, a little what? odd, slash Mr. Gold, <laughs> Jefferson slash the Mad Hatter, Graham slash the Huntsman, Balefire slash unknown, a normal guy, or a different fairy tale character? Jenny, who do you think should be her love interest? I was going to say Jefferson, but I think he's a little obsessed for her. Like, I think he's a little too obsessed with his family and Regina and getting even and stuff to pay her any attention. But they might... Oh, and he's crazy, and he tried to kill her, so... (laughs) That might not be a good fit. But if it weren't for all that, then I would say, yeah, that'd be a cute couple, I think. That's <laughs> if not you a didn't reg- try to kill her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not a realistic prediction. I just thought, hey, that'd be cool. Well, in our chat room, Lady K agrees with you and says that she thinks Jefferson would be the love interest. <laughs> that'd be nice. I, I doubt it, but that'd be nice. She'd be getting a daughter on top of already having a son (laughs) and she's just now kind of owning her son. So that would be overwhelming. And didn't it kind of seem like Henry liked uh, Grace or or Paige or was it the other way around? Paige liked, Paige liked Henry. That's what it was. I didn't get that. that. I didn't get that. I, I just saw the same thing that we saw when Goldie would, no wait, what's her name? Gretel, when Gretel said hello oh, yeah. to Henry, whatever yeah. her story broke name Henry's is. Henry's just becoming a ladies' man. He's wanting to go after all the ladies. Oh, goodness. <laughs> no. Ava, yeah. that was her name Ava. in Storybook. Thank you, Alias Scape in the chat room. Let us know. Uh, I think her love interest will be Balefire, whom many of us, and in the chat room, several have been saying this, uh, Heather and a couple others. I can't see their names anymore. Um, I think that Balefire is Henry's father. So we're my guess is we're going to see him come back yes, and reignite a but, relationship with Emma. But she doesn't like Henry's father. <laughs> no. So he's going to have to earn her respect and her love again, hmm. which will make for an interesting story. That would make for an interesting story. That would. I would like to see that happen. That would be neat, I think. While we're on the topic of 
Henry's father possibly being Balefire. And we've talked about this many times before, but here's a great email we received actually just today, just before recording this podcast. This just barely slipped in. This came in from Molly, and Molly had suggested maybe Henry's father is Balefire, but, and we've talked about that many times before, but here's what's unique that Molly shared is an explanation for how Henry might have come to Storybrooke. Molly says, Hi, Once Podcasters. If Balefire is Henry's father and Gold somehow knew that, cool assumption there, what if Gold knows, then there would have been a double incentive to make sure that Regina adopted Henry. I had been operating under the assumption that the idea to adopt a kid came solely from Regina, still trying to fill that hole. And when she went to Gold to make a deal for a quick and possibly shady adoption, he seized the opportunity and got Henry. I figured that Gold had always had a few ideas about how to bring Emma to Storybrooke, and Henry was just one that presented itself. But now I'm starting to reconsider. Maybe Gold managed to discover Balefire's location and was kind of keeping tabs on him, but couldn't leave Storybrooke to go find him. I'm going to pause there because... I think this is a good idea because we already knew Mr. Gold said he had travel plans. So he must know where he wants to go hmm. in order to find Balefire. Just a guess. Molly continues. Maybe after Henry was born, Gold put the ideas of adopting a child into Regina's head. After all, she had been in Storybrooke for 18 years before then so that he could bring Henry to Storybrooke. He knew the Savior would come there on her 28th birthday. He told Snow that in the dungeon, so he didn't worry about needing to make sure Emma would arrive. He got Henry because he wanted to have a link to Balefire, something that might make Balefire come to Storybrooke someday. Or something, I don't know. That's my crackpot theory, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. You all do such a fabulous job with the podcast. I listen to it at work. And it makes the day go by so much faster. Thank you for all your hard work. Best wishes, Molly. Hmm. That's a great point. I can't get my head around that. I, I think it's a really uh, a, a good approach to this. We've been saying kind of the same thing, but not approaching it this way before. The one thing that, that holds that um, that I would question is... Does has Mr. Gold really known? Because looking back at the pilot episode that we just watched recently, Mr. Gold didn't seem to know who Emma was when he met her. I mean, he recognized her name, and I think we we used to discuss like how Mr. Gold could have woken up at that point. And that's when he started using please. Mm. So I don't know what to think about that. It's really creative. I like the theory, but it's just, it seems to have a hole in it for me. Well, there are two conflicting ideas and maybe they don't conflict. Uh, the producers could elaborate on this through a future episode. But one thing that Kitsis and Horowitz have said is that gold didn't really wake up until he met Emma. That's when he pretty much woke up. Yeah, so how would he know 
How would he know anything? How would he even remember Balefire? But remember at the end of the second episode, the thing you love most, when Mr. Gold and Regina were talking at Regina's apple tree. Mm. He brought up the whole thing about the deal, and he was, and he said, uh, uh, Regina said something about the deal she made with him, and then he said, to which deal are you referring? And then he gave in and said, all right, the boy that I procured for you. And she asked him, how did you get him? And he wouldn't answer. He refused to answer how he found Henry. Yeah, I'm looking forward to season two. I'm hoping they're going to answer those questions. So I think what Molly is bringing out in the chat room is agreeing that this is a great theory. What Molly is bringing out is that maybe Mr. Gold had some kind of knowledge of what he needed to do or how he could find Balefire while he was in Storybrooke. I would guess maybe he wasn't aware of the curse, but maybe he was somehow kind of like a fuzzy. Fuzzy. <laughs> Fuzzy is a bear from the Muppets. <laughs> a fuzzy idea that maybe he needed to find this guy named Balefire and he finds his son and his son is available for adoption. Maybe it's kind of a fuzzy idea to him, but then when Emma came, that's when it all became clear. It, crazy theory, but I think Molly has a great theory here. I think that's a good theory. It'll be interesting to see if it plays out. So listeners, please go to the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 45, and you can comment on this and let Molly know what you thought about this and how you think this fits in. And how, how do you think we could reckon those or reconcile those two conflicting things, what the producer said and what it seems like Mr. Gold was saying in the second episode? So go to oncepodcast.com slash 45, or you can send us feedback for the podcast by emailing feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. You can also go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab and record a message right from your computer and send it to us. So one of the other great things that uh, has been posted in the forums uh, several, several spoilers over there, but uh, we've got some great conversation going as we are rediscussing some of these original episodes. People are going back to the older parts of the forums and rediscussing things, and that's awesome. That's what I would love for you guys to do as we rewatch the episodes. Again, go to oncepodcast.com slash rewatch. It would be great to discuss these episodes uh, back in the forums and we can start seeing what theories were right, what, which were wrong. It's so funny, going back to the rewatch thing, to look back at the things that um, we had theorized back then, and now we realize we were so wrong. Hmm. You know, talking about rewatching, I have an issue. The pilot episode... Snow told James that Regina tried to kill her because she thought she was prettier. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like they had their storyline all together at that point. Well, I don't because know. Because in later episodes, we find out that is not why she tried to poison her. She tried to poison her because, because she ruined her life. Well, as her. early as the second episode, when Regina evil queen Regina was talking to Maleficent. Regina said that 
um, the thing I loved most died because of snow. So as early as the second episode, they made it obvious that someone died because of snow. Yeah, which doesn't really make sense to Snow's telling James that Regina tried to kill her because she thought she. I mean, that's traditional. That's traditional. The Disney, the traditional Disney story was that the evil queen thought Snow was prettier, actually the mirror and everything, and she tried to kill her because of that, because she wanted to be the fairest, because she was vain and she was mean and she was witchy. And there could be more to this story, and I'll share something that might lend some ideas to this in our spoilers section after the end of this podcast, which we'll get to uh, pretty soon. Why do you think they did that? Why do you think that happened? I think either one, they just wanted to make that connection to the Disney fairy tale, which they do many times. But they didn't even... that. I mean, it's a huge plot, a, a huge... Oh, yeah. I mean, the plot, it was totally not that the other thing is maybe it is either something they're still planning to cover or something they did plan to cover but had to get cut because there are lots of things that in editing tv shows there are a lot of things that have to get cut in order to make um, about a 43 minute episode that's what it is without commercials about Mm -hmm. 43 minutes so a lot of things have to get cut from this and maybe that was something they had planned to go into and maybe even recorded, but ended up having to cut it and hope that we wouldn't notice. Ha! We did. <laughs> we did. And bothers me. But I like I like the current plot better. Yeah. And there still could be more to it. Yeah. We also got an email in from Casey. Actually, this was a comment on one of our recent podcast episodes. Casey Thacker said i wrote this i was wondering about henry and his schooling how did that work if he's the only kid who aged in the entire town did he go to kindergarten make friends then go on to first grade by himself then he had to do the same thing in first grade and second and third he had to know something was seriously wrong when the kids he went to his first day of school with were still in kindergarten what explanation did regina tell him Did the kids he used to be in a class with remember him? I can definitely see how he could so easily believe in the curse. For him, it was either believe in that book or think he was going crazy. It's no wonder the poor kid didn't have any friends. From Casey. I wonder what Regina would tell him. (laughs) Because like he'd come home and I'm sure that came up in some conversation. Honey, you're just way smarter than all the other kids. (laughs) I would just love to see that conversation. Like how did how did she console him? How did she say it's okay? This is okay. Depending on how big Storybrooke <laughs> is, there could be several classes of the same grade, and when that happens, quite often kids are mixed up between classrooms. Oh. But still, you would expect some kids to be the same, or maybe he was just somewhat of a loner the whole time and never really made a deep enough connection with kids around in order to notice who was coming and going. The producers have said, though, Kitsis and Horowitz have said in an interview that this is part of what caused Henry to believe in the curse and Mm. to question things. That's great. Is they did say, well, they they didn't really directly answer this. They kind of made us answer in our minds. They said something like, imagine if you were Henry and you're going through school, not really knowing many people. You're the mayor's kid. 
So you end up not having as many friends. <laughs> but then at some point, you start noticing that the people you do know aren't aging. The other kids at school don't seem to be changing classes as well. And you start getting older and smarter about these things and start realizing this. And then you discover this storybook that seems to explain it all. That makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think I've thought of that yet. That makes so much sense. I've, I've wondered, why is it that Henry believes so strongly? And that would do it. <laughs> that would do it for me. And remember in the pilot episode, when he saw, well, was it the pilot or the second to the last episode? But he saw August, second to last episode. He saw August turning to wood. And then that was a moment that he realized the, it, the curse really is real. Maybe that was the first adult that he'd seen something happen to. That, that confirmed it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been. Like that evidence that he was so desperately looking for. Yeah. But we're going to get to see that again in uh, probably September 23rd is when we'll rewatch that yeah. episode. Well, there is so much more uh, cool stuff to talk about, but we want to get on to some cool spoilers and some things that came out from Comic-Con recently. One last thing that I want to mention is our next episode, which will be on August 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. For that episode, we told you this would be coming. We're going to have a Dr. Whale-themed episode. So send us your theories about Dr. Whale. We'll have a couple spoilers about Dr. Whale. We'll have some cool ideas and theories crazy things. Well, we'd prefer actual serious theories, but uh, check it out and it will be on August 8th, our next live episode, Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus four at oncepodcast.com slash live. So send us your theories about Dr. Whale and respond to anything here that we've shared or send us any other feedback that you want for future episodes. You can send it to feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. And you can comment on this stuff, like especially Molly's theory, by going to oncepodcast.com slash 45 and uh, check it out there. You can also follow us on Twitter, all of us, or the podcast on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash oncepodcast. And we tweet some things. And don't worry we don't tweet spoilers. That's a policy we have. We don't tweet spoilers. If we link to something that's a spoiler, we will tell you it's a spoiler before you click on the link. But don't worry, we don't tweet spoilers. So you can check it out over, and that's spoilers according to American schedule, by the way. But check it out over at uh, twitter.com slash once podcast. And you can also follow each of us on Twitter. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and you can follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. And I'm Jenny, and you can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny Snook. And also, you can follow our other co-hosts who weren't able to make it tonight. Dan Flynn is at twitter.com slash Dan Flynn Design. Flynn is spelled F-L-Y-N-N. And you can also follow our other co-host, Jeremy Laughlin, at twitter.com slash Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. So check out the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 45 for the links that we mentioned and links for the upcoming spoilers. If you don't want to be spoiled, stop after this music or come back and hear the spoilers after the music. So thank you for listening and have a happy ever after. 
One's podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts like this one at noodle.mx. Huge thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. Thanks for sticking around for the spoilers section. Now, emphasis. This is a spoiler section. All of what I'm about to share with you contains spoilers. Warning. (laughs) Warning. So if you don't want to be spoiled, then pause now and don't listen to this part until um, a lot later. (laughs) I don't know how much later because we don't know episode specifics about these things, but some general things coming in season two. So you have been warned. And these are spoilers. And if you ever question what a spoiler is, according to us, it is anything known about a future episode. You can uh, conjure up ideas. You can uh, speculate about future episodes. Those aren't spoilers. Anything known, no matter where it came from, is considered a spoiler if it's about a future episode. And we have more about that in the forums and at onespodcast.com slash spoilers. Now, a few things and huge credit to the fans that are joining us in onespodcast.com slash forums because they have brought to light many of these spoilers a lot quicker than I've been able to catch some of them. But I hinted at this earlier. We were talking about the idea of, are we going to see this whole thing of the fairest of them all between Snow White and the Evil Queen? Bailey Madison, who played the young Snow White, who was basically a little clone mm-hmm. of Mary Margaret and <laughs> Snow White. She did such a good job. <laughs> she's coming back. All right. In season two, she will be back. And she confirmed this on her own website. That's she said, exciting. Uh, she wrote, I can't, I can't even contain my excitement. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Bailey just tweeted. Oh, this was someone else writing this. <laughs> Bailey just tweeted. That she's going to be back for Once Upon a Time Season 2. We'll get to see her as young Snow White again. How amazing is that? We don't know what episode she'll be in, but let's hope we find out soon. She did such a wonderful job the first time, so I can't wait to see her pull off another fantastic performance. Anyways, congratulations, Bailey. That is awesome. I wonder if Jenny Goodwin will just adopt her as her little, <laughs> as her little young clone for everything she does where she needs a younger her. Yeah, I I saw <laughs> Bailey tweeting recently before I saw the spoiler and I wanted to tweet out to her asking, "Hey, are we ever going to see you again?" Are I should Are you following her? Yeah, yeah, I she's on Twitter. I need to follow her too. Um, I think it's just Bailey Madison is her Twitter handle, but you can check out all of the cast and crew Twitter accounts by checking out oncepodcast.com or actually twitter.com slash oncepodcast slash cast and crew is the name of our list. And that has hyphens in it, but it'd be easiest if you follow us and then look at our lists that we have. And I'll also post a link to that in the show notes uh, above the spoilers section so people can see it. The link to everyone's Twitter accounts that we know. So that'll be cool. I think... Um, well, obviously, she's going to play young Snow White and probably teenage-ish Snow White, I would guess. Yeah, and 
I'm looking at her picture on Twitter right now, and she does she does look a little older than than she did in those episodes we saw her in. Yeah, and certainly they can make her look older with yeah, some makeup. I would think so too. Also, Emily DeRaven said that well, we know she's coming back. We know she's a major character in this upcoming episode, but. There is some word uh, from an interview that Emily had at Comic-Con that we might be seeing a darker Belle this next season. Oh, no. Some of the information that came out of Comic-Con was that she's going to be a bit more sympathetic to Rumpelstiltskin because she doesn't know everything that's going on. Remember in the original story, Skin Deep, she wasn't around for the curse she wasn't around for the evil queen or any of this. To her, the evil queen was someone who helped her. But then again, the evil queen was someone who tried to separate her from Rumpelstiltskin uh, later in the episode. It's kind of both things. I, th- wait. Helped her in the sense that the evil queen told her true love's kiss will break the curse and make Rumpelstiltskin a real man again. I don't think she'll forgive Regina for throwing her in that insane little... Right. Building under the hospital. Right. So she's probably going to turn against Regina. And since she now has Rumpelstiltskin, it makes logical sense that she will be uh, becoming darker. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense since she's going to be siding with Rumpelstiltskin. I mean, that just seems like an obvious choice for her because Regina threw her in that Mm-hmm. room for <laughs> years and years yeah in that basement there Ugh. there is also word that um well some things from the producers about uh, once upon a time and some uh, cool spoilers from them this comes from uh, inside tv and also kind of from entertainment weekly It is uh, entitled, Once Upon a Time, More Season 2 Scoops from the Executive Producers. And we'll we'll have a link to this in the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 45. And a couple things that are brought out is uh, the questions are asked about the impact of magic on Storybrooke. And Kitsis, one of the writers, says, Magic, as we know, always comes with a price. And we are introducing it to a world where it has never been before. And I think that's going to have unpredictable results. It's going to affect everybody this season because that's what's more fun. (laughs) So this idea we've had about who's going to get magic, it sounds like maybe everybody is going to get magic. And Kitsis and Horowitz confirmed that everyone's memories are be are returning to them so they're going to know what the queen did Mm. Uh, the question was asked about flashbacks and I don't like calling them flashbacks because they're not flashbacks that's why I don't like calling them that Horowitz said what we can say is that the show will continue to move between two worlds as we've done since the start some of the ways we do that may change or evolve but we will be in Storybrooke and in fairy tale land and then Kitsis had said, the show, season two, it's going to grow and we have a lot of new and fun ideas, but it's not going to be a completely different show than the one people enjoyed in season one. 
And there are some more questions and answers here about it. But uh, one of the other things I know our Rumpel, Rumbel fans will love is an answer about uh, the Rumpel-Stiltskin slash Bell relationship. And they kind of just hinted at, uh, we're going to see what happens with it. They, they didn't want to give out that information, but they have promised that there will be some cool things. So you can check that out. We'll have a link to this article and some more of the stuff that they said over at oncepodcast.com slash 45. Some of the other things are we have actual cast people for two characters coming to Storybrooke or coming to Once Upon a Time is Sleeping Beauty, Mm. Aurora, and Mulan is coming. And Captain Hook. Yes, and that's the the one that they showed at Comic-Con is the little trailer uh, teaser video that Captain Hook is coming. Mm. And Henry led into that in the video, and we'll have that in the show notes too. Awful things are happening in Storybrooke. Yeah, so (laughs) it it opens up this idea that maybe people are able to come to Storybrooke or when they try to travel between worlds, maybe they're sent to Storybrooke or something. So Captain Hook might be a villain. I wonder if he's going to be stuck. (laughs) <laughs> makes me wonder if we're going to get the whole Peter Pan uh, experience or story or dealing with those characters, or if it's going to be just a character or two. Like, maybe they were only able to negotiate a license for just Captain Hook. Hmm. Could be kind of crazy. I don't know all this legal stuff. Yeah, it, and especially since it's outside of the United States, it's very different than it is in the United States. Uh, because it's a hospital that owns the copyright to the Peter Pan story. But maybe they've negotiated something for maybe just a single character, maybe a few characters. But we know that Captain Hook is coming. And also, there are on the web several, or a video that shows several of the title screens. You know how every title screen has something different in the background? Mm -hmm. Well, there are some videos out there showing a few things. We can see, obviously, a Sleeping Beauty. That's really spoilerish. That's really spoilerish. I'm surprised. And ABC leaked these. Why? That's they, they want to inspire this. <laughs> the uh, the Sleeping Beauty one is funny because you see this character touch a, a spindle and just fall over asleep. <laughs> wow, I thought it would have been like a girl sleeping on a stone slab or something. Um, one of the other interesting things we see is a beanstalk. And quite oddly, we even see Emma's bug, her little yellow car she drives. Maybe we're going to get some backstory. Oh, that'd be awesome. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Like what happened before she came to Starbucks. And how she got her yellow bug. (laughs) And uh, there's one that... that, that, That's the most important question. (laughs) How did she get her yellow bug? Maybe it's a Herbie (laughs) tie-over. And in our chat room, Puzzled has brought that out. And I've seen someone else point that out, too. Maybe it's a Herbie crossover. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's also a title screen that looks like it's Mulan because it's a kind of karate style uh, movement Mm. and uh, martial art style. Yeah. (laughs) So some really cool things. We'll have that video in the show notes as well over at oncepodcast.com slash 45. And uh, that is all that we're going to share for now in this episode. Uh, Oh, one other thing is 
we are going to learn more about Regina mm. and her origin story, how she became the evil queen. And oh. I think that's where Bailey uh, comes into That'll this. That'll be helpful. We're going to see probably what happened. Well, we are going to see what happened between Regina and her mother, Cora. Cora. And I'm guessing that's the episode where Bailey will be as well. And uh, I'll have links to this and the other stuff that we mentioned in the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 45. A couple other characters have been kind of confirmed that they'll be coming, such as Ariel and Aladdin, maybe even Jafar. The producers have said that they're trying to get Jorge Garcia, who played Hurley in Lost, <laughs> uh, to come on to Once Upon a Time. We have no idea whom he might play. I don't know. But I'm could, trying to think. We could maybe, maybe take some guesses. <laughs> Somebody had already asked the Sultan. Yeah. Because he's a little chubby dude. <laughs> but Hurley would have to have white hair for that and a big beard and stuff. Yeah, that could be funny seeing him granted <laughs> dude. wishes. Dude. Dude. <laughs> oh, that would be fun to see him, whatever yeah. role he would be given. And, that would uh, be so fun. Jafar uh, was, just in case anyone isn't familiar, Jafar is a bad guy from the Disney movies Aladdin. Mm. Wouldn't it be funny if if Hurley was just a regular guy and we just like saw him in, you know, just, you know, a very short like some character passed and was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> and that was it. That'd be awesome. That would make my day. <laughs> like, he, like he just comes on for a brief celebrity yeah, appearance. Just, just for an appearance. <laughs> it's kind of like Stan Lee. Like somehow the characters in Storybook are able to get out or people are able to get in and he like visits or something. That'd be awesome. I've got this planned out. I'm on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> the one other thing that's been talked about is that we will see Henry's father in season two. And, you know, we all are pretty certain it's Balefire. Mm. But uh, we, the producers have said that we will see him. There are more pictures out there, plenty of pictures being taken as the filming is in progress right now. And also there was stuff that was shared at Comic-Con. And you can rewatch some of the videos from Comic-Con over at oncepodcast.com and get these links that we mentioned and more over at oncepodcast.com slash 45. So please send us any notes or feedback or spoilers that you run across or anything like that. Email it to feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. Or you can go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab on the right side and record the message right from your computer. Now, if you email a spoiler, here's a big request. Of our team... Jenny, Dan, and I don't really mind seeing spoilers. Jeremy is trying to be spoiler-free. So if you email a spoiler, please make sure that you put in the subject line that it is a spoiler because all of us have access to that email. So uh, we don't want anyone accidentally being spoiled. So put that in the subject line when you email feedback at oncepodcast.com. Check out the website, oncepodcast.com, and please leave ratings and reviews, especially written reviews in iTunes, and we would really appreciate it. Go to oncepodcast.com for that link and everything else, the forums, subscription links, and so much more. And follow us on twitter.com slash oncepodcast. Thank you for listening. Have a happy ever after.